All right, Cowboy Nation, really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. My name is Law Nation, and we primarily talk Cowboys, sports talk, and beyond. In this video, we're talking about Harold Nash Jr., new strength and conditioning guy. Started off basically with his professional career over there in New England from 2005 all the way to 2010 as the assistant and then from there he got promoted to being one of the top dogs over there this is the strength and conditioning guy from 2010 all the way to around 2018-ish 19-ish then he went to Detroit land and got fired and now he's here my thing is Cowboy Nation in short all of the players who will ever play for the Cowboys in 2021 will visit his office will follow his commands and will have to buy into his system. That's just the bottom line. The strength and conditioning guy is the person that everybody must see, must visit, regardless of the situation. And hopefully, he walk in there with his chest out and he let everybody know that, hey, this is what I'm about. And that's just the bottom line, Cowboy Nation. We need somebody that will get these guys healthy, and maintain their healthiness and do the right things to stay in shape and things like that. We heard stories last season. Lyle Collins, he was out of shape. And of course, we know that the pandemic played a major role into that, right? And then they said, okay, all of a sudden, it's his hip situation. We heard stories of other players going through the same, 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 same injuries that reoccurred. And those reoccurring injuries, like what the, the Tyron Smith had with his back and his elbow, those are things that, of course, there's natural wear and tear, but those are things that the strength and conditioning coach should know how to maneuver and get those things in the right direction. Whether it be that this guy got tons of experience, whether it be that this guy come from the Patriots era, who knows? All I can say is, is that if this team can maintain the healthiness, this is a war of attrition, if they can keep themselves healthy, then, of course, we will be looking at this team going a whole lot farther than what they've been exhibiting. Now, uh, shout out to everybody who watched the Late Night Hype. Me, Big Game James, Scott Walker. We had a special guest, Boss Cowboy, as well as Tyler Patman on the show. Wonderful show, by the way wonderful man you guys check it out my dog skywalker putting up unbelievable edits unbelievable um graphics and things like that as the producer of the show it's just fantastic man looking back at the show looking at what people said about you know this and that it was just wonderful tyler patman being transparent just check out the show man we got a lot of things that's up and coming for the 2021 uh, but nevertheless, I, I've read a few comments and a lot of people saying, hey, Law, I want to know your point or can you talk about this and can you talk about that? So here I am. Let's talk about it. Dan Quinn, my theory of the reason why the Cowboys hired him a whole lot sooner opposed to waiting and dancing with the end of the playoffs and the end of the Super Bowl and trying to pick out the best person that they can find to be the defensive coordinator. My thing is last season, the Cowboys didn't have a chance or opportunity to establish anything on the defense. 
they did not establish anything. Well, law, there were other teams that had no offseason, no OTAs, but I believe in the hearts of hearts that there were no other team trying to establish a new scheme. <laughs> and on top of that, you have no OTAs, no training camp. So I think the Cowboys looked back at everything and said, damn, we missed out on a wonderful opportunity to have the leg up if the Cowboys were to keep their current defensive coordinator or what have you, and if they were to keep those things going, then maybe, just maybe. Nevertheless, trying to build the plane while it's in the air is never the solution. Trying to build a ship while it's out there at sea is never the solution. And that is what the Cowboys brought to the table last year. So what they did now is said, okay, we were primarily a 4-3 team. Primarily, we brought in Chris Richard to help out our secondary, which improved. The secondary improved, I'm talking about the previous year, and they had Rob Marinelli up front saying, okay, get these boys to chase, get to the quarterback and things like that. It was a mixed defense, different philosophy. One had a core belief of a Tampa 2 or a cover 2 scheme, and the other one was saying, like, okay, let's transition these guys to be more of a cover 3. Let's have one-on-one to the outside man-to-man principles. I need guys with length. whole bunch of stuff that Chris Richard was trying to implement on the fly. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. It worked. Believe it or not, it worked for uh, Byron Jones, right? Byron Jones would not be getting the money that he got if it wasn't for Chris Richard. I think that Byron Jones needed to cut Chris Richard a few of those dollars that he got. All right, so that's old news. The new news is this. You got Dan Quinn now. Dan Quinn looking at the situation saying, okay, all right, the principals were here the year before I got here, right? Or the or in 2018 and 19-ish, it was here, okay? So what I need to establish now is to see, do we have the talent? If I can get here early, right? And that's what the Cowboys thinking. If we can get him here early to iron out, to see whether or not the current players can do what he's trying to exhibit, go line by line, each player look him in the eye, do the player to coach interview, see where their heads are at, and then, okay, this guy's useless. Let me go into the free agency pool. Let me bring in some guys that I know. This is establishing something. This is. And then now you can look at it and say, okay, now I can go into the draft. Let me bring in my philosophy, my scheme to the draft. Bang on the table and say, this is the guy that I need. All of that takes time. So that's why they bring it in Quinn a whole lot earlier opposed to waiting. Now, everything will qualify or solidify what I'm saying if they make these necessary movements. Invest in the interior as it relates to the defensive tackle and invest in the safety plate as it relates to that because we know for many of years that we had issues at those two slots. Interior defensive guy down for the trenches and on top of that with safety. A lot of times people look at Antoine Woods and say, yes, he's a dog. Yes, he can do this and do that. But I like that out of Antoine Woods. But I would like it more if it was in between maybe 12 to 15 snaps. You get somebody else in there, man, watch how this thing can all shake. Just like the Darian Thompsons of the world, right? Just like when we had the the Xavier Woods out there. Maybe, just maybe, they may be good pieces. 
but not as starters, if that can make any sense to anybody. Maybe you rotate those guys in. You get a person that's really born in or sold into the scheme and the philosophy. Bam. You have a whole different outlook of this team. And this team can go a whole lot farther than what they was doing then in the past. That's how I'm looking at it. So my that's my theory. That's why you bring in Dan Quinn a whole lot sooner opposed to waiting. Now, will the, will the Cowboys do just what I just said? We would never know because it all takes time. It flat out do. It takes time for those guys to build this thing together. So that's my thoughts. That's my theory on why Dan Quinn is here sooner or that's why they already had their eyes set on Dan in December. They had their eyes already set on bringing in the 4-3 philosophy, one gap scheme, shoot the gap, get to the quarterback. Oh, we play press man on the outside. We play a little zone concepts as it relates to our safeties. And every now and then we bring one down in the box. Maybe he blitz off to the edge. It's a simplified defense, but you need dogs. You need players. And I think that even when we look at Quinn's administration, whoever he brings in, regardless of the situation or the scenario, it will be his decision to play the certain player scheme out there personnel. The thing is, is regardless of the way we look at it, he will have to make the ultimate judgment of whether or not he's going to bring in this guy he knows or that guy he knows or what have you. Because that's just how football is. And we can't get mad at it. We got to allow that guy to establish his system. And to Sky's point last night, and he brought up a brilliant point, we can't be looking at the defensive line coach and say, oh, hey, he don't have any experience. He don't have any uh, urns in the fire. Well, I believe in the hearts of hearts. Joel Witt, he'll still be the secondary coach, right? Scott McCurley, if they keep him, my God. Uh, he will work with uh, Aiden or Durde. He will look at him, and they'll work together. Leon Lett will still be the specialized defensive guy as it relates to the front. And Dan Quinn, ultimately, will still be the guy because he earned his living teaching guys on the defensive line so he would still be the defensive line coach but sometimes he would need other guys to echo his sentiments to echo his thoughts so that's why he bringing in people that he know that's just how it goes cowboy nation so post me your thoughts post me your concerns down below let me know how you guys feel of dan quinn let, let me know if you guys uh, thoughts of harold nash jr Let's figure this thing out. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute.